Welcome to Watchman's Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And it's 4th of July. And we'll just go with the, what, Team America, World Police. America, fuck yeah! 245th birthday. So I am drinking Enjoy by 7421 from my favorite brewery, Stone. Well, okay, outside of local ones, my favorite. It's tangerine and pineapple IPA. I give it a four and a half. It's kind of hazy, of course, with those fruits. Um, only reason I didn't get a five was because normally they get all these flavors out of just the hops alone and no adjuncted fruit. So again, it's nine percent. It does the job. What do you got? I have the uh, tropical Oberon, mm. and. It is a 5.8%. I gave it a 4.5, though I could be giving it a higher one. Um, it is real passion fruit, pink guava, and mango. And it's a wheat beer, of course. And it is really fabulous. Thick, looks like juice. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker's real thick from here. <laughs> looks good. So I guess, since it is the 4th of July, we will start with America, the motion picture on Netflix. This is a dumb, stupid, over-the-top fucking movie that made me laugh my fucking ass off. Now, warning people, I would watch this in, it's about an hour and a half. Watch it in 30-minute increments would be your best deal, like over three periods, because... I think if you watched it all at once, it'd just be too much. So if you kind of divide it a half an hour, like over three days or something, I think you'd get the best out of it. Or split it in half, something. Just kind of... Yeah, I, I think a half an hour at three different times would probably be best overall. Because, man, it is so <laughs> fucked up and so goddamn crazy. Now, I mean, it's mind you, it's it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's yeah. not a history lesson. Believe me. No, it's not a history lesson. I mean, lesson. not when George Washington and Abe Lincoln are best buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict Arnold, warning, or spoiler warning, is a fucking werewolf. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, I mean, this has so many fucking uh, pop culture references. I don't even know half of them since... Oh, that ain't my thing. <laughs> we got a cat going nuts. I didn't know what the fuck that was at first. Um, but, I mean, there's, at the fu- a funeral, there's all these goddamn people. There was Kennedy, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I, I can't remember who all was there. But, oh, man, it, they're just reference. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was there. And... They just keep coming because in a major battle near the end, you got these the elephants like Lord of the Rings yep. or um, 300. And then you have, and of course, depending on how geeky you are, at-ats or AT-ATs from yeah. Star Wars pretty much, except for the <laughs> their fucking British bus, double-decker buses. Of course, we know none of that shit was around. Um... <laughs> George Washington has chainsaws for hands at points to fight. Well, they're not his hands, but they are like Well, yeah, they're attached, yeah. yeah. No, they're attached. He, well, puts them on. they got like right. a band or something. Um, I, 
I don't know what the fuck else. I mean, there's just so much. You got Geronimo, John Henry. Thomas Edison is a woman. Yes. You know. Yep. Uh, and she's always science. Yeah. Oh, and George Washington, by um, <laughs> who ends up being his wife, <laughs> says George Washington, you're the inventor of peanut butter. Oh yes, that's what she thought. Yes. That's <laughs> just. No. It's and a then, little on the insane side. Yeah. And when they're doing the Declaration of Independence, they're playing beer pong at the beginning. And, of course, they win for We the People. And someone goes over to one of them and says, yeah, Sorry, you know, you don't get to use us rich guy, rich white guys. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it just goes through all kinds of shit. Geronimo loses an arm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, and then there's Paul Revere. He's this, Oh, my gosh. Paul Revere. Um, he seems mentally handicapped. Oh, boy, does he. And he pretty much tells you his only friends are horses, so he's calling everybody his human friends. And, and he says, you know, and I have a human father like you. Never gets mention of his mother, no. so I don't know if his mom was a horse or not. He's always talking about all his friends being horses. <laughs> it is really uh, fucked up and crazy. Uh, Andy Sandberg is Benedict Arnold. Uh, Simon Pegg is King James. Channing Tatum. George uh, Washington. Olivia Munn. Oh, yeah, she was in it. She's Thomas Edison. Yeah, Killer Michael's John Henry. I don't know who Raul Trio is. was Geronimo. Uh... I mean, there there's several people yeah. in there, but those are the kind of... Well, Will Forte was Abraham Lincoln. And some of them don't last too long. But at the end, you know, they kind of got... Everybody shows up to help George Washington fight the Brits who have all the shit we talked about earlier. They got the army, the all the mechanical shit. Mm-hmm. And... These people just show up out of nowhere fields. you got people of all races and everything there. But at the end when they win, George Washington's, you know, talking about it all. And everybody keeps asking, well, what about the slaves? And he's like, uh, he kind of just <laughs> him hauls around. And he gets asked it a couple times when he's talking about everything. And at the end, he just finally says, we're going to fuck this up, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> Uh, it, it, I said, it, it's really goofy as fuck, but goddamn, there were so many things that made me laugh my ass off. Anything crazy that could happen probably did happen. Yes. You know. And um, again, just watch it in yeah. increments. Yeah. Paul Revere, he, he gets a life-changing event happen in his life. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, it is crazy. I do like Thomas Edison. Sorry. Well, um, I forgot Sam Adams. Um. Sam Adams is Jason Mantzoukas. Mant- yeah. I'm not really good on the pronunciation. Sorry. Mantzoukas. Yeah. Um, he he was a frat boy. Oh, my God. Through and through. Fucking bro. All. Yeah, everything's bro and... Uh, beer, which there's nothing well, wrong with that. Of course, they all, I mean, but it's, got it's Sam frat, Adams. It's frat boys. Yes. He was 
one of the frat boys. And beer does help save America. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, anyway, definitely, if you're thinking about it, do it. Just split it up. Oh, what the hell? I mean, it, it, it's goofy and really stupid, but, you know, nothing right. wrong with that. On to Loki, episode four, the Nexus event. Probably the best episode yet. Still dark as fuck. I still don't know why everything's so dark. It's like, is the TVA just doesn't like their light bill? Well. I mean, they can go back and change their light bill? I don't know. It, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know if it's just to cover up a bunch of flaws. What the fuck? I have not really seen too many shows that are consistently this dark, unless they're at night. Yeah. yeah. And they're not at night. Who the fuck knows when they are? Whatever. Well, they probably don't not really know, to be honest, because of where they're at. True. But we start off with Sylvie being taken as a child. So here we learn that she probably really isn't the enchantress necessarily. You know, she says she is. She does at one point mention she was a goddess of mischief. Because when she was taken by the TVA, she was in Asgard. Yes. So she is... And as a Loki. Yeah. I mean, she has to be. Yeah. Otherwise, she, she wouldn't have fucking been there. And she wasn't doing anything. She no, was she was a child playing with her toys. Yeah. When they took her. So, they still haven't said what her Nexus event is and why they took her, but we know she was a child and that was bullshit. She saw what happened to one of the other that they'd taken when they got, um, God damn it, with, uh, uh, pruned. Pruned. Yeah. While she was... In there with her trial or whatever the fuck. Yeah, which is what, like, one of the main judges are now. The one woman that is yeah, kind of Ravana, more of a judge. She, yeah, she's the one that brought her in in the first yeah. place. It's like a, a goddamn kid. child and you're putting a child on fucking trial? Yeah, how can a kid make a Nexus event? Who the fuck knows? Uh, yeah, it was just... Dumb. But she did get away from them. Yeah. No, and, she did. And that's, and that's why she's been missing and so hard to find. But she just froze up. Mm-hmm. That stupid what woman, I don't remember what her name Ravana. is. Ravana. She just froze up. Or I don't know what the deal was. And yeah. so she basically got just got away. Yep. And um, so at one point she ends up showing... B-15, um, who had rested her and everything, she apparently had touched at one point and she saw something. It was at that supermarket kind of Yeah, place. so, right, so B-15 had let her out after <clears throat> being captured. Sorry, the cat is... We hear you, Asan. He had some Come on down. Him. So he's a little high. Oh, and <laughs> anyway, at this point, she... Shows her a memory, and she, you know you see her eyes change. You don't see what the fuck this memory is. No. Any other show would have given you a flashback or something as to what she was seeing, as far as her actually having a life before the TBA. Because you know all these people are told they were made by the TBA, but they're not. They're they variants. They were kidnapped and brainwashed or whatever. Yes. To where they only know the whole moment when they're with the TVA. Yeah. But why not give us an inkling of what the fuck she saw? Yeah. That that part really kind of irritated the fuck out of me. But she realized she was happy. 
Yeah, she said I was happy then. And that really upsets her. Well, it's like later when Morbius, Owen Wilson says something about, you know, wanting a jet ski and shit. You're like, well, in his past life, maybe? Because he didn't get to see his. Yep. But, um... But you know, since he he obsesses over it. Right. So you know it's there buried deep. Because they weren't able to get rid of those old memories. They just happened to be very buried. Yes. And she... Sylvie was able to kind of bring them forward. That's all she can do. She right. She make, can't manipulate them. They no. have to be there. She can just bring them before forward. Before she can, yes. you know, do anything. But Owen, Owen, Owen <laughs> Morbius had taken Ravana's, um, I don't know, it looks like a goddamn cell phone, whatever the fuck it is, the thing that yeah. opens the time doors and whatever else it does. He'd taken hers while they were having a drink celebrating the capture of the variants. And because um, C-15's missing, and he's trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, but she he's told that she died. Right. She just couldn't handle the what was done to her. And of course, you know, he's been told that there's more to this than you know, and by the variants, Loki. And... Well, on top of that all off, he had seen... The woman after the, she'd been, you know, she'd right. been found, and, and he knew she wasn't yeah. fucked up enough to be dead. Yeah, he said she was shaken, sure, but she wasn't, you know. Yeah, and that shit crazy. So he finds a video mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. giving her whatever Testimony, I would as say. to what happened, yeah, and saying that you know that memory that Sylvie had brought back to her at the beginning of the previous episode. She knew it was kind of real, even though Sylvia had put herself in there. But she'd been to that place and everything. And then you see Ravana kind of, her face steps in and ends it. Mm-hmm. And so we know that she's probably been pruned. Yep. Well, and it already says she's deceased well, on true. that first yeah. page or whatever of the file. So, and Loki had been sent to his own little hell. Well, I his guess personal Sith, hell, they call Sith, it a time cell. Sith is his personal hell? That's pretty sad. Yeah. I, it just reminded me of too many other things with the repeating over oh, and over and, and over. The loop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen it in Lucifer. I'm pretty sure. I think it happened in Preacher with either Arseface or um, oh, Hilter. Yeah. One of them. I can't remember which one. <laughs> yes, we hear you. And, he's all, and they've already shown the time loop before anyway yeah, on it's, Loki it's yeah. like yeah whatever we, it was kind of lame it just seems like so much of this show is again ripped off from other shit kind of like well that part really wasn't funny uh, it's one too division. bad no they, they I, used even though else. she was kicking in the nuts if yeah. it would have been just once okay it would have been kind of funny maybe but I don't know I just didn't find it funny at all I just I mean, if it's your own personal hell, I would have thought maybe it'd been something different. Something a little more, yeah, serious. Yeah. Where you watching know, his mom die. Or yeah, something that like would that. have been that would have been a real hell. hell. Yeah, but this, oh, whatever. You know, you cut my hair. What have you? Yeah, I don't know. Um, then, so Morbius comes in and does. Take Loki out of there. Yeah. But at one point, they actually used the word asshole, which surprised me. I know they use shit a lot, mm-hmm. especially in um, Captain America. 
or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. But um, this first time, I think I've heard actually asshole used, mm-hmm. and you know, he <laughs> told Loki he was pretty much he was kind of an asshole and not a very good friend or a bad friend. Mm-hmm. And, right. But he still gets him because he knows something's up now. Well, now Loki does admit that they are friends, though, too. Because, you know, he's like, well, can I trust you? He goes, I'm, you know, basing all this and trying and having to trust two Lokis. And he <laughs> goes, well, how about, a, you know, a friend? And so, which is what his character wanted to hear anyway. Yeah, which you is know, fine. Oh, his character, yeah. Ravana shows up with her little butt buddies and her henchmen. And they prune him. Morbius gets pruned. And Loki is actually upset. shows emotion. He's visibly upset. Yes. I was actually visibly upset, to be honest. I was True. not expecting that. Yep. And yep. I didn't like her anyway from the beginning. Right. But, man. Yeah, she said B-15's been compromised, and so is he, pretty much. Now, yeah, now she's after, you know, was it B-15? Well, that was the one that she oh, got pruned. rid of. That was okay, in the well, video. now there's the. What's B50? Oh, C20. Oh, C20. The and, one that was yeah. shown all the stuff by Sylvie. I don't know why I put B15 memory. It was, no, C20 was the one in the video. Oh, B15 okay. is the one that right. Sylvie, right. you know, she was kind of. Seen mostly head of security is kind and of I, how I and put And I really her. didn't like her until you see her with Sylvie. And you're just, right. and then you really kind of start feeling for her because she's realizing that she had a whole life taken from her. That was happy. Yeah. yeah. So And she was kidnapped. Yep. And then um so they end up in with the timekeepers and that was because they got themselves in there, Sylvie and yeah. Loki. And well then Ravana takes them in there and Well, the only reason that it goes to shit was because B-15 shows up uh-huh. and releases their collars. Because she did have some kind of a deal with Sylvie. Yeah, and she throws Sylvie a knife, or her sword. A sword, yeah. And so, so she, there's some fighting going on. Yep. Um, and as you'd said, you didn't think the timekeepers really exist. Well, they were there, but they end up being androids. Because mm-hmm. Sylvie cut off one of their heads. Mm-hmm. Yep, she threw her sword at one yep. of them and their head they were decapitated. Yeah, so... So I was kind of right. They're not really yeah, alive. Yeah, they're not really alive. So we get kind of a Wizard of Oz who's behind the curtain thing or True. as something I looked at pointed out was kind of like a Bill and Ted where you got the three people in charge mm-hmm. kind of sitting up on the thing or as we discussed earlier Outpost. The Outpost where you had the three, three. that yep. turned Garrett. So what does the three mean? Because it must mean something because it's in a lot of shows as... Yeah and I don't know if in the comics I don't know when these comics would have come out. Right. If these three existed at any point or whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, the timekeepers. Why well, it's a three like so many other things. Again, it feels like it's something that's been ripped off. I mean, the way they're up against the wall and stuff, it does remind you of Bill and Ted. It does. It really does. You know, when I read that, it's like, hmm. Well, so there have just been so many things kind of ripped off throughout this MCU TV shit. Except for I don't really think that 
felt like that um, Captain or Falcon and Winter Soldier really ripped off any other shows. But um, anyway, Ravana, after Sylvia had kind of knocked her out, she gets up and she prunes Loki. The Loki. The Loki. Yes. yes. Loki. Not Sylvie. The Enchantress, the Goddess of Mischief, the female Loki, whatever the fuck she's going to be called. Well, she calls herself Sylvie, so... Right, so yeah, we're going to go... We're staying with Sylvie. So she did... um, She takes... Yeah, Loki gets pruned, and then she and Ravana fight. Well, she ends up pretty much dominating that and doesn't want to prune... Ravana, even though she says, go ahead and do it, she goes, no, you're going to tell me everything. Well, and you know, that's the whole thing is when, and that's just the way you do, when somebody wants something, you don't give it to them. Right. That's just how it works, you know. And she wanted answers. And that bitch is going to give her answers one way or the other. Let's hope so. We've got two episodes left. I mean, she doesn't have to threaten to prune her. She could show her memories and maybe make her life miserable. No, true. I mean, if she was... Taken in by the TVA at some point. Yeah. Couldn't show her who the fuck she was. Who knows? Um, but then we have a... I guess it's a mid-credit stinger. Not quite at the end of the credits. Mm-hmm. And we have Loki laying there asking, this is hell or whatever. H-E-L. Just H-E-L. the one L. That's hell. Um, and they're like, no, but we got a backdrop of what would have been New York... Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like maybe if the Avengers had mm-hmm. lost, you got Stark Tower all fucked up. And we got four Lokis. We have classic Yo- Loki. That's classic Yoki? Loki? Loki? I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Jester Loki. Is that what? He does look like one of the original Lokis. So, yes. And then there was a picture of him. He does look a he lot like He looks like a Jester. He, he was really good. Then Kid Loki. Okay. And then apparently two that aren't in the comics from what I've read, because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. We have a black Loki who was, um, oh god damn it, I had it a minute ago. What the fuck was he? Boastful Loki. And he didn't look boastful there. I mean, he just looked well, like... Well, he, he almost... He's he got the fur like up on his collar, Loki. so he kind of looks barbarian or Viking. Uh-huh. But then his outfit, I still couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on with his pants. It, it looks like loops. either a bunch of loops or a bunch of fucking pockets or something. And he had a hammer that would you would maybe say Mjolnir, but not yeah. because it looked like it had a big old piston rod for a handle. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on with the rest of it. So he was kind of Viking, but not quite contemporary Viking. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was up this um, guy, but apparently he's a newer thing. And then I didn't even notice it <laughs> at first. I had to rewind it after you said something you about. Once I'm looking at the rest Loki. of it, you're he like, was the cutest one there. You're like, what was that lizard thing? I'm like, what lizard thing? I rewound it, and there's goddamn alligator Loki. Yep. It's a gator Loki. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yep. So, yep, yep, yep. Uh, who the fuck knows? Whatever. <laughs> Goofy shit. Goofy as fuck. But anyway. Well, they say it's because Loki's a shape, a shapeshifter, and he, they're trying to show that he can be anything. 
Yeah. Including an animal. Well, and that goes back to like the Thor time he, being a frog. Well, he turned into Cat Thor. Oh. Supposedly once too. So whatever. So next week we'll see. And we got Black Summer season two. We went ahead and finished that. We talked about the first two episodes so far. And after that everything pretty much stayed straight and narrow, the storyline. It wasn't all this jumping around like those first two episodes that were confusing as fuck. But then as it went along, you kind of were able to piece everything together. And yeah, it got a little bit more, well, more cohesive. Yeah, it did. And I think we'll say it left on a big motherfucking cliffhanger. There better be three of them. It better be a season three. Yeah. And we kind of had. You'd put on the first season again in the background and realize that, like, three of the people that, well, two of them that made it all the way through second season were in the first season from the beginning. One of them, he makes it through almost the whole season. And. Three of them make it through the whole season. Well, no, I'm talking about three of them from the first season. Yeah, three of them from the first one. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. The daughter. Yeah, the daughter and the mom. Um, and. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, well, I was. What was her name? I was putting daughter and mom as the one. Oh, as one. Okay. Is kind of why I fucked up there. And then. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name. I had it earlier, but yeah. whatever. And then. Um, the Korean son. Yeah, son. Yeah. But. No, it. It was good. There was two episodes that were kind of backstories on characters Mm -hmm. and so they were a little slower but man they they were good still they were tense Mm -hmm. is really what was going on they were really tense especially well one of them was pretty (laughs) tense and then the um second to the last episode one of the guys that pretty much made it through the both series his final episode was pretty rough and um hell of a way to finish him off five from the first that made it to the second one barely made it to well the yeah no I know, I know i'm just saying made it almost all the way through yeah, yeah. spears from the first season well, that wasn't his real name, but... But that's what he went by. I remember that when yeah. you kind of had on the background, he had taken someone in the military's jacket <laughs> who was Spears. And yeah. that's why he went by Spears. And yeah, he made it almost all the way through. Then that last episode, fuck, we get Mance, who was, you know, in this season. I can't remember if he was in the first one. But that motherfucker, holy shit, running through, fighting off all these zombies and everything, and finally, you know, pretty much collapses from all the running and fighting. Yeah, and I don't think he was in the first season. I didn't either. So I think you get to see him in the second, but he's a a a phenomenal character. Yeah, but it's like, dude, hurry up, get inside of a truck or a car or something, lay down and take a goddamn nap. I know. That poor guy, fuck. Yeah, he was beating them off right and left, and it was just a constant coming well, I don't want to say he was beating them off. <laughs> they weren't all male. <laughs> it, it was, 
you could tell it was exhausting. But oh, I mean, yeah. he was just running on. It was exhausting watching him. It was. It was. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, because sometimes in this show you really don't know. Yeah. I mean, he could have fucking end, gotten ended. And he was a very. You weren't sure at first when you see him, mm-hmm. but he's a very decent character. Yeah, I really liked him. And then, said so mom and daughter that, you know, made it through the first season. They're. Well, they were supposed to get on a plane, but they didn't. Because mom was just going to lay there and die. Yeah, she was. And daughter wasn't going to let that happen. No, because the one guy told her not to. So we had... she didn't. Yeah, we had Mance laying there, just worn the fuck out. These two get a car and take off. And then son, who'd been a prisoner most... Pretty much all this season. Yeah, she wasn't the first one. She was very active in the first season. Yeah, she gets on a plane. Gets on the plane, mm-hmm. and she's the only one. And what's the weird part? The weird part was the pilot knew some well Korean. He knew some Korean. Yeah. And that's the weird part. What is? What are your odds of him knowing any Korean? Yeah, and just kind of the way he was talking to him, looking at her, you're and there's something questioning up there's something up. Uh, I'm not sure she's in a good, in any better position than anybody else no, is. No, I'm not either. I think I really she's in a bad position. I don't know if she's going to be used for... Bait? Well, bait or... Yeah. Or to keep the human race going? Well, that <laughs> or some sort of scientific, you know... Yeah, but she hasn't, she hasn't been bit, so... Well, no, but still, they might... Yeah. You know, fuck, fuck her up, because we don't know what they're doing with these people <laughs> when exactly. they take them off on the plane. Nobody exactly. does. Exactly. So, no, this was a definite fucking much watch. And the good Mother thing... I must watch. The good thing about Black Summer is, you know, that the initial disease was had to have been airborne, because anybody could die... And oh, become and pretty much yeah. Once you die, once you, you die, you it's were almost a zombie. You didn't have to get bit. You had no, to just die. You just had to die. So it had to have been an airborne type yeah. of um, virus, and that made it more interesting. And there weren't slow ones unless they were missing limbs or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. The, <laughs> these zombies aren't slow. And found out this is apparently a prequel to Z Nation, which we haven't watched. So, and when I saw just the few minutes when it did kick on on Netflix by itself or whatever it um they're fast zombies there mm-hmm. so but this is the prequel leading up to that point because that there was starting out with zombies all over mm-hmm. and everything already right so. and the first season was just you know starting that out yeah so. the first season of Black Summer mm-hmm. but it's it's been good I, I really think that everybody does a great job I think um the creeps and scum that you see that you don't like, you're not meant to like them. They're not meant to be likable, you know, characters at all. Right. And anybody that lives is still questionable. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, yeah. except for Mance, Mance is not, I don't think he's questionable, but there's, most of them are questionable. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> now we got the two youngsters fighting. Yeah, the two boys. I don't even know if we even mentioned our other one we did adopt. Oh, <laughs> I know. And I think we did mention coaster. that we um, were going to be getting him after the other one adopted us, right after we'd paid for this one. It's okay, honey. 
Now our shepherd husky's up in my lap because she doesn't like the fireworks. She gets freaks out. Luckily, she's going a little deaf, so she can't hear him as much. But it's okay, baby. Anyway, um, Luca, we okay. finally were able to finish that. Yes, we were. We um, were able to I, get Disney to stay long, stay on and working long enough. But I tried to watch it again it. this morning. You put it on and in the background, and it froze up again. So I had to wait until the afternoon to watch it again, yeah. or just to put it on the background. This is a great family-type movie. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's about friendship yeah. and kind of growing up. And, and even sometimes the jealousy of friendship. A little friendship bit of running away. When yeah. you've got three. Well, yeah. We'll get on to that because it wasn't going quite the way I thought it was on that whole thing. Um, anyway, it really is. It's just a good, fun, pretty movie. It's kind of like it's, yeah, either it's a little bit of um, uh, a Little Mermaid or um, yeah. Ponyo mixed with, I don't know, most of your coming of age yeah. Show, you right. know, shows or movies. Um, Luca, you know, kind of leaving the hell home and meets, um, God damn it, what was the other kid's name? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Alberto. Alberto. Duh. Yeah. And Alberto kind of knows a little bit about how humans work. Kind of, yes. He, he knows. Knows a little bit about the city that they're yeah. going to go to. And, you know, they. They want to get them a Vespa, and so just kind of the story leading up to that, all their kind of daydreaming and stuff that goes on. Yeah. Now. Quit getting excited, doggies. Yeah, now the German Shepherd wants to play. And, um, yeah, we don't want that. That's way too loud. (laughs) Anyway, so then they meet, you know, a young girl that's in town. God damn it. I am... Ain't even Julia, fucking yeah, Julia. Is it Julia? I think so. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, she's entering the going to be entering a triathlon, pretty much. Pretty much because there's a three bike race, swimming, and eating. Eating contest. <laughs> this yeah. is in Italy. Of course, they don't really meet her until they have a run-in with. Is it? Urkel? Oh, that little prick, yeah. She kind of protects him from Urkel. Is it Urkel? <laughs> yeah, Ur- Urkel. Urkel? <laughs> Urkel. Uh, but he's a real douchebag. He's got two sidekicks that he uses as... His, his muscle. Yeah. Even though they're younger than him. He's Right. He doesn't do anything but boss people around. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's like that puke that's living in mom's basement yep. still and he's still entering all these contests and saying he's 16 when obviously he's not right. i mean even when he goes to enter the woman's like weren't you 16 last year and he says he's telling the truth this time so yeah you know he's 17 18 whatever it doesn't make a difference <laughs> looks like he's, he's like 21 yeah he's a little spoiled brat that expects you know everybody to bow down to him oh yeah because he's won this so many times. Yeah, he's full of some kind of shit. I don't, so, know. I don't know. I don't know. But they're training, and she, Juliana, whatever fuck Julia. is Julia. I don't know why I said Juliana. Is trying to teach 
Luca, well, just kind of shit about the world, the stars, because he thinks the stars are, are fish, fish, because that's what Alberto had told him. Alberto told him a lot of things that were not true. But, I mean, yeah, just all these fun adventures they're having, and she, you know, so she gets out a telescope and... And shows it to him. You know, Alberto's been his a good friend for him. They've been really Well, close. and Alberto had said, you know, my father went off for whatever. But you find out much later that his father's been gone a long, oh, a long, long time. fucking time. He just left the kid. Yeah, and he left him on an island. And we haven't said it yet, but Luke and Alberto are actually... Sea monsters. Yes. They are sea <laughs> monsters. Because Luco, uh, when they're dry, they're human. But if they get wet, they start turning to sea monsters. Whatever's sea monsters. wet, yeah. you know, changes. And, and Luca's just a bored little kid. I mean, he's just a bored little well, kid. Well, yeah, he, and he wants. Well, to he see sees the, all this stuff that is falling yeah. down. It's just from like Little Mermaid. That yes, it's exactly like Little Mermaid. What does she call them? I forgot the little trinkets that she finds. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, but it's she calls kind of them the different names and well, that yeah. kind of stuff. And and Alberto is basically done the same. Well, he's the one that's... For him, yeah. Been collecting this shit anyway, because yeah. he tells him at one point when Luca finds this, that's my stuff. Yeah. So, I mean... And he takes it back to the island he's staying on. He even teaches Luca how to walk out of the water and all this other kind of stuff. So they've been... They've gone through some great adventures already when Luca gets in trouble by his parents. Oh, yeah. Those are some great moments. Yeah, but Grandma... <laughs> Grandma's funny, and Grandma's from... Uh, three billboards, yeah. and um, she is just. She was Sam Rockwell's mom in Three yeah. Billboards, outside of Ebbing's, Missouri, <laughs> which doesn't exist. No. But um, anyway, yeah. It, um, so she realizes what's going on, and she just kind of jokes around about it. Um, then, you know, they meet Julia's dad. Oh my goodness. Is, Kills sea monsters for a living. Sea monsters, yeah. Well, he fishes well, yeah. mainly for but a living. But he's huge. Yes, he has one arm. One arm. He lost an arm, and they got this cat. Oh my god! Got a mustache face, just like his. Yep. And this cat knows stuff. Yes, this cat <laughs> knows. But at first, you're thinking he's he realizes they're sea monsters. That's why he's given that attitude-looking face. Mm-hmm. But. You kind of realize later it was actually because of the way they were eating their goddamn pasta, just <laughs> shoving it in their fucking mouth with their hands. They didn't know how to use a fork or anything. Because dad, because dad ends up doing later. it later, yeah. <laughs> and the cat gives him that same fucking dirty look. It, yeah. uh, the cat was funny. I mean, he really was. Yeah. The uh, her dad was really awesome. Yes, he was. You know, he. Uh, didn't want her to enter the contest because he didn't want her to have another disappointing year. Yeah. He really, you know, that was all there was no, he, he was a great character. He let these two strange boys yeah. come into his home. He feeds them, you know. But then they tell him they know about fish because he's talking about how they, they don't have much money the because, fee. yeah, the interest yeah. fee because he, he's not catching any fish. And they're like, um, well, we, can, we know. We know some he fish. goes, you know fish? Oh, yeah, yeah. They said, we know some we know fish. fish. We know some fish. <laughs> <laughs> and so he gets a big-ass haul. Oh. And so she's got her entrance fee, yep. and so do they. And dad's happy. Yep. And daughter's yep. happy, so that makes dad happy. Yep. So they enter. 
separate. Well, actually, all together they did at first, because each one yeah. of them was going to do something. But you also, in this time, you see Alberto kind of getting jealous. Yeah. And you think, at first I thought it was because Luca and her were getting so close, but that's not it. It's because she's kind of pulling Luca away from what they're, you know, wanting to, their whole, wanting the to get the best one travel because yeah. Luca wants to go to school now. Yeah. And he sees it heading that way, and that's where the jealousy comes in. Yeah, at first I thought he was interested in her and... You know, but no. No, he's not. He no. It. He he's didn't want to lose his friend. He didn't want to lose his best friend. Well, his only friend. His only, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It, and so, th- at this point, they're training. And so, Alberto has to eat the pasta. <laughs> and he has to eat every pasta, every shape there is, just so, in case it changes. You know, because yeah. I guess from year to year it changes. And then uh, Luca has to do uh, the bicycle. bike. And we're talking about someone that's never done a bike before. No. <laughs> Except for to... when they were on the island playing and yeah. making their own little Vespa. So he has to learn that, especially going up hills. Mm-hmm. You know that's got to be tough. And um, she has got to swim because they can't get wet. Mm, yep. And so they're all doing their little practicing things and stuff like that. And... It, they're all doing very well, you know. Luca's really giving it a try. It takes him a while to get up the well, big he hills, does, you know, but he does a good job. Yeah. But then they have a little falling out, and so she's on her own. Luca's on his own. Of course, he, when he's doing the swim thing on his own, he puts on the old school deep sea scuba diving equipment or well, it wasn't scuba diving it was that's because of what that Alberto had found that yeah in the first place it and was, so he used that it was know, the, had the big dome helmet where you the old diving open, suit yeah and so he, he's walking along for the swim thing at the bottom of the ocean and that was actually dry. during the actual event too. yeah yeah and <laughs> well, it ends up breaking, and of course he has to hide his face at that point mm-hmm. when the mask part cracked, and he does okay during the food competition. Yeah, yeah. And he comes in he second does, or third there. He does pretty good. I think third because she came in first. Yeah, she was first. She was first, and uh, Eric was the douchebag second. Yeah, he was upset. Because he didn't make first. Yeah, so then it goes on to the bike thing where all hell kind of breaks loose. It starts raining. And, of course, even though Luca had ratted out... He did rat out Alberto. Alberto at one point as a sea monster Mm -hmm. because of the little whatever. And he comes back and helps protect him. He gets wet though, and everybody sees he's a sea monster and freaks out. Yeah, Alberto out. brings an umbrella to him. Yeah, and he gets wet. So anyway, at the end of the bike race, they had crossed the line first. Yep, Luca and Alberto. And so Juliana shows up, and Urkel's throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. And well, because they kind of sea monster. Yeah. Both of them are sea monsters. Well, 
and Lucas' parents had shut up. They were funny as fuck when they come to. Oh my god! Because they're grabbing every kid, throwing them in the water, kicking them in the water with when they're playing soccer. Water balloons <laughs> on them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they, all kinds of and shit. And it was all mom. I mean, mom right. started it. Mom, she was she just was terrible. <laughs> She wanted her boy back. <laughs> one kid at the beginning when they just grabbed him and like, what the and, fuck? Yeah. And just dumped him on the water yeah, with his, his ice, ice cream, cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, God damn. But anyway, so like, well, are there any rules against this? And not. But, um, you know, of course, everybody's like, oh, there's sea monsters and shit. And Eric Cole is one of the worst. Oh, yeah. Because he found them first. Yeah. Uh, he was ready to kill... Um, poor Alberto earlier. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody's kind of gathering around, and who steps up? Juliana's dad. Yes, she did. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's like, no, that's not going to happen. And and a couple of fishermen are still standing there, and all he does is cock his eyebrow, and they <laughs> just turn around and walk off. Yep. Mind you, he's huge. And no, he did not lose his arm in a fishing accident. He yep. was born that way. Yep. And he is one tough dude. And yeah, yeah, that was just a great moment when he stands up for him. And um, anyway, so it ends up where Luca does get to go off to school with her. Mm-hmm. He does. You know, they, they made enough money and were able to, you know, from the fishing. And, but it was all Alberto yep. that did that. He talked uh, Luca's parents into letting him go to school. They even arranged where he'd stay, which is with uh, Julia and her mom, because her mom and dad weren't was together. Was her mom or aunt? Mom. Okay, it was her mom. Because her mom okay. and dad weren't together anymore. And so he, I mean, he arranged all of it. Mm-hmm. And then, where is he going? Alberto gets to stay with the Juliana's dad. Yep, because he... Juliana's dad really took a liking to him. Oh, yes, he did. Immediately. And I think he was more than happy to have a full-time son there. And so... Yeah, well, you know, he leaves him someone while she's off to school. Well, helps him with everything and company. And and the cat didn't get quite as mad at Alberto as he did Luca. (laughs) Yeah. True. (laughs) But, yeah, so... Mom, they had a little party at uh, Juliana's house. So uh, she was there. Her dad was there. Uh, Luca's parents were there. Luca's grandma showed up. Yep. Um, there was a. <laughs> and she tells him pretty much that she goes there like every weekend every or weekend. something or yep. every other weekend or some shit. She knows how to eat that pasta yeah. too with that fork. <laughs> she, was, she can spin it. It was great. And then you find out too in the audience that, uh, that was watching the race. Two older ladies that oh yeah they were, were also, also sea, sea monsters, monsters and they yeah. were living on or living everybody kind of looks at them like huh and then all of a sudden everybody's like eh, whatever they yep. don't care they finally were accepted so they he goes off into a train uh, with Julia and there's a really you know kind of a heartfelt thing between him and Alberto when he leaves but. Alberto's like, you know, I'm fine. He goes, you got me off the island. Yeah. You know, and with that, he really has a family now because they can come back on the summer. He's got his dad now. Yeah. A dad now. And then when he comes, when they come back in the summertime, he kind of has a sister and he kind of has a brother, 
you know, so they can be all together, so. And definitely watch the credits. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of um, not fully animated type sequences that give you all kinds of good stuff. There's but a lot of things going on. In there's there. a stinger at the end. Was there? Yes, because Luca, in the be very beginning of the movie, mm -hmm. he he was a shepherd, actually. Oh, and he right. had all these fish. Well, one of his fish oh, swam I off. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Well, when it swam off, it obviously had gotten caught by his uncle, yeah, who was, was one a, of those deep sea Well, which fish. is where Luca was supposed to go, was yes. to the deep when he was being punished for running off. Right, for running off to, you know, yeah. with the humans. I forgot about And that. Um, the uncle never stopped talking. <laughs> it was a constant thing. And you see him talking to, you don't know what, and then you find out it was poor Luca's yeah, it was one of his... Wayward... <laughs> wayward fish. fish. Yeah. yeah. So, it was kind of funny. But he was terrible. That uncle would have been boring to live with. And then we watched Into the Heights by Lin-Manuel Miranda and directed by John Chu, I think. The one who directed Crazy Rich Asians. It's a musical. So... It wasn't quite up to Hamilton. No, not quite. But I, it was I didn't like though. a lot of the songs necessarily, but the story was really good. Right. Yeah, the songs weren't quite as good or you know as Hamilton. Of course, this was done as a movie though, where Hamilton actually was the the stage play. Right. Right. So they had converted this to a movie. Um, it was just really about where you grew up, how you grew up. And the people around you. Yeah, because they were you know, what they you were learned more than, from their yeah. them. Because they were more than a community; they were family, all of them. You yeah. know, and in this group, there were you know um, mostly Latino, mostly. Yeah. Not always, you know. Well, Latino, black, and stuff like that. So uh, the community type uh, was, you know, was closer. They, you know, sometimes, like, uh, let's see, um, Abuela, I don't, I think that's how she, what her name was pronounced. She was an older lady that was... Oh, she was like the neighborhood mom. Yeah, she was a neighborhood mom. So... She took all these kids in and helped them out. Yeah, she, she was, you know, the main... But they were, most, a lot of these were Puerto Rican. Right. Our right. main character, and, he was Puerto Rican, Usnavi. Um, of course, Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't <laughs> with his hot dog stand or, yes. or no, it was no, ice it cream, it was, it was um, ice. It snow was cone. Ice. It was ice. Yeah, snow Shaped cone. Ice. And I mean, so most of these, you know, they are close, and and even if they didn't have a parent, or if they even even if they did, didn't make any difference. She was there to right, she support anybody. Yes. And they talked a little bit about the dreamers and the yeah. situation with that. So Sunny, one of the characters. He was a dreamer. And you don't really know that until oh, a little bit later. Right. Well, yeah, you don't realize until there's talk of him being deported. Yeah, so um, it was good. It was, uh, you see um, Yusnavi telling a story to these kids. Yeah. That's kind of how it, it goes a little bit Well, it looks like it's there. set in Puerto Rico. Yes. So you think he's gone through with his dream, but then you realize... He lived his dream where he was at. Yeah. 
Yeah. With with the people that he was always with. Yeah. From, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know if the woman that ended up being his wife ended up being as much when he was younger, but, you know, his friends were there. Um, Benny. Yeah, Benny, which I kept looking at and was like, man, he looks so damn familiar. Of course, he reminds me a little bit of Spencer James or Daniel Ezra from um, All-American, but... I kept, it's like, God damn it, where have I seen him? Well, he was Dr. Dre and um, straight out of Compton. Yeah. So that, and he sings good. He sang, oh, no. He, he so, sang. you know, it shows you why he was picked for straight out of right. Compton. And Anthony Ram, uh, Ramos as East Navi, he was, yeah, he's a got. dancer and a singer. He came from, he was <laughs> well, on Hamilton. He was in Hamilton, yeah. yeah. So, even though he died twice in Hamilton, poor guy. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, it was it was good. I well, Jimmy it. Smith was in it as um, kind of the lead female's dad. Right, right. Nina. And he did have, he did play an important part because she was on the fence about a lot of things. Yes. She was going through that hard time that some of them might go through because she's being more educated and has the opportunity to get out well, of that. Right, the situation, that which life. is what he wants. Yeah. But no, um, so it wasn't quite as catchy as Hamilton, but it, it had the moments that were kind of tearjerkers. Yeah, yeah, they did. And especially one. It's still, you know, I mean, if you can, if you can handle musicals, I would definitely watch it for sure. Yeah, not him. Um, musicals aren't everybody's thing. No, I mean it's so. taken me a long time to you know get through them. Of course, the first one I liked was South Park, bigger, longer, and cut. That was the first time. Well, I mean, well, outside of Disney stuff, which that was in a way gets thrown in as musicals, and because yes, there's a lot of they music, kind of are. You know, they're well, in a lot of musicals, you know, isn't sang all the way through. Right, right. So, but after watching My Fair Lady a while back, or at least kind of watching it while it was on in the background. It, Gave me a better appreciation for something that's considered a musical, but, you know, isn't totally sang all the way through. Right. So, but yeah, really, definitely, um, if you like musicals and, you know, and Manuel, uh, watch it. Um, there's been some controversy on his casting. I didn't really look into it. I don't know why. It wasn't like it was whited out <laughs> you know I mean there was white dancers and stuff but there wasn't really any white characters why would it be why I, would that one be I controversial I don't know maybe the neighborhood's more black than Latino I'm not really sure it didn't you know I didn't like I said I didn't look into it because we hadn't watched it yet and when we watched it I'm like I don't understand the controversy here um, not unless that area is actually even more diverse, where there's more, you know, also That's, more Asian people it's in or New something. Well, oh, yeah. So I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, he did apologize or understood people's issue, but uh, I don't know. After watching it, I don't. I didn't really see what the issue could have been. So, anyhow. Um, yeah, 
I don't know if I'll get to the beers we had last week or yeah, we might just hold off on those. Cause, oh, it's for lack of Afro Latinx. So a lack. So a lack of a mix. In the of yeah, the two. Of the two. But. But there, I mean. Well, for a long time, Latinos didn't. Latin. I thought Latinos areas, not just Latinos, but areas stayed amongst themselves a lot of the time right. years ago. I mean, that's how, yeah, it's in a lot of And they areas. say Chinatown. They mean Chinatown. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, always kind of considered the same thing. I Okay, so. But, yeah. That's what it is. Okay, maybe I, I don't know if there's that much of a interracial mix there. Maybe there is. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, because... I said the one character, he's got a Latino girlfriend. Um, so. I hear that without sufficient dark skinned Afro Latino representation, the world feels extrative of the community we wanted so much to represent with pride and joy. And trying to paint a mosaic of this community, we fell short. I'm truly sorry. Okay. Well, I really don't even know what time this was actually set in anyway. Well, it's it. I mean, depending on yeah the year, it may not have been as quite racially intermixed. I I don't know. Okay, well, I mean, he apologized, so he seems like a great guy. I mean, I don't think this was anything intentional. I mean, and I I don't know if it's difficult to find. Actress and actresses in, well, the, in this in this kind of a show. I don't. I'm sure it's not difficult. Right. Well, I'm sure know. it was also focusing more on the stories of certain characters. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the dancers, it's quite diverse. Oh yeah, it was. I, you know, I, I don't know. The dancers were filled with all kinds of shit. So, I I don't know, but. He, he came out and apologized, so there must have been something there. Uh, quickly, Monsters at Work starts this coming week. Didn't even know that was a fucking thing. <laughs> the Pixar Monsters movies, there's actually a show, and it looks like they got all the voice talent, too. So that starts, I think, Wednesday, right when Loki episode 5 comes out, I believe. And then there's talk of Star Wars, the sequels being rebooted like I was saying during Mandalorian where the fuck would have Grogu been if Luke Skywalker comes in Mandalorian and takes Grogu why the fuck was he in sequels this is a way to write him fucking in yeah. redo it I, that's just talk there's rumors going around but still it, it only makes sense because one of the rumors was Favreau and Filoni, who do Mandalorian, being the ones involved doing this. And, of course, that would bring Luke back with Grogu to fill in all this fucking... They're, they're rewriting everything. Even, apparently, there's WandaVision, one of the ending sequences. The end credits of the last episode has been redone, so you see Doctor Strange in the background. So, whatever, they're just making this a clusterfuck, and there's going to be, they're just going to make all these special editions of everything. So, 
I can be reached at mcounter666 on untapped. She is mcvampire or thrownabeer at gmail.com, and we are out.